0: Hey now, happy new year, Simplify. welcome into Tiger Tailgating here on WWLAMFMN.com. David Potter at Master Control alongside Herb Tyler, I'm Christian Garrick. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870, text 870-870. A new year and an opportunity for LSU to cap off their 2018 season with a win that would mark 10 for the season against UCF, who's riding a 25-game winning streak, the longest in the country. But it is a winning streak that isn't built off the backs of... Teams like East Carolina, UConn, and others. And they even claimed a national title from a year ago from being undefeated, even going as far as hanging a banner, a national championship banner. (laughs) But yet, and then at times has criticized the in-state school, the rival, Florida, Florida State, for not wanting to schedule them. And then when they offered them a contract to schedule them, they balked at the idea, Herb. So yeah. this UCF team is a very good one. Don't get me wrong; it's hard to win 25 games in college football consecutively. I, I understand that, and they beat an SEC team last year in a bowl game. Yep. But this no- this notion that the Golden Knights should be worthy of championship, national championship consideration, is a little bit silly to me.
1: <laughs> Christian, you—I mean—you hit it right on the head, man. Um, I mean, it's just—it. It, how can you self-proclaim yourself as a national champion? Like just, I mean, just out of the blue. Hey, I'm gonna hang a banner right. because we are undefeated. No, you know, you know how many other teams can probably say that. You know, I mean, but the thing about UCF though is they do have talent. They have a lot of uh, guys that that I think can play the game. Um, but until you schedule those big dogs, until you're actually in the playoff college, you know, the 14 playoff. Yeah, I mean, you're you're not even considered.
0: They don't play a power five schedule. Nope, and they they. And, and, again, they're a good team, Herb. And they are. They are a good not, team. I'm not being they're disrespectful to that program. I think it's a great program. Josh Heupel's done, a, done an awesome job yes, uh, he there. Yes, But at the same time, I, I look at it and go, this is, a, this is a classic team for LSU to where they'll make it a game for a half. But the, the physicality and, and, the, and the athleticism for LSU will eventually break them in the third
1: quarter. I 100% agree with you. The thing about this game is this is UCF's statement game, the second win of two years, if right. you will. Auburn last year in the bowl game and now here another SEC West contender if you will. Um but I mean it's 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 like you said I think that it, they're going to make it interesting for maybe the first quarter, maybe the first half. Um but I just I just see us being overpowering um with too much speed for them. And I, and I think that the guys who are playing uh due to the fact that some other guys are not playing, I think these guys have something to say.
0: Yeah, look Injuries uh, and, and also guys that have clear, declared for the NFL draft has rendered mm-hmm. basically LSU's defense, uh, half of them are, are, are going to be fresh new starters. They yep. didn't play in the regular season. And Coach O talked about it prior to the start of the, the bowl practices that, that that team that that comes onto the field on January 1st is going to be different than the one that ended the regular season in that yep. wild shootout against Texas A&M. But I still think this is the best defense that UCF has faced this year, though. Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. of half the starters missing.
1: Yeah. right. Not only the best defense, the best defensive coordinator. Sure, he's going to put those guys in the best situations and make sure that they have an advantage. Um, UCF's going—they're going to come out. They're going to come out fast. They're going to try to you know run the play every 15, 20 seconds. They're going to throw the ball short. They're, they're going to they're try to hit us deep a little bit. But the thing about it is, I think if we can get a little pressure, uh, get their quarterback, get them off of rhythm a little bit, um, and then just kind of you know punch them in the mouth, man. You know, show them, hey, this is SEC football here. You know? I
0: want to see from from. The offense, Her, uh, Herb, Coach O said, at some point this season they they lost their identity and they and he, and he made he it a, made it an emphasis during yeah. this fifteen bowl practices that they're allotted, they were going to change some things, introduce some more wrinkles. I think one of those wrinkles might be. A little bit more Joe Burrow running the football. That that was successful for, for them the last couple of games. And I know people are saying, "Well, you don't want your quarterback exposed." Yeah, but if it's if it's, it's successful, a, yeah. let's keep running it.
1: It's a bowl game too, so you know. I mean, you don't have another game to play next week, right? So, um, but the thing about that though is, uh, I, I think Joe did a great job of running the ball. He has to learn how to take a hit. He has to learn how to get tackled, yeah. or get out of bounds, or get down. We can't we can't afford him to get hit like he's gotten hits in some of these places. And he's got to hold on to the ball. He's, um, he's turned the ball over quite a few times while he's running the ball. But that that dynamic uh situation as an offense, any offense, when you have a guy that can actually run the ball and be significant with running the ball, we can do it. I mean, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where if you got a guy that can keep a defense off balance at quarterback by running the ball, that that's any defense's worst nightmare, and especially if it's designed quarterback runs also. But then those other little... You know, th- those little – I'm going to run around the pocket a little bit and do a couple things here and there while it's a pass play or whatever. That kind of keeps those guys balanced. balance. I mean, it's just one of those great things.
0: Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick, Tiger Tailgating here, getting you set for LSU and UCF in the Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, coming up today at noon. This is WWLAMFM.com. Taking a moment to look back at the college football playoffs that happened on the 29th. and yes, Man, I said it before, Herb, and I'll say it again. When are we going to learn about the – Overvalued Notre Dame, the overhyped Notre Dame Fighting Irish, that seemingly get in, they they get the breaks that they always that they always <laughs> yeah. when they get overhyped, even when perhaps their resume doesn't say that they should be in the playoffs. There's always an argument. Somebody's trying to make to either get them in the playoffs or keep them in the playoffs. Yeah, they 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 were in the top four and got embarrassed by Clemson. I saw it coming. Yep. we knew we knew that, that 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 game was not going to be uh, competitive. And and likewise. For Oklahoma and Alabama, I know it was an 11-point difference, yep. but that game was never in question. Alabama controlled that from the start. Completely. I, th- I think that Georgia would have been a better matchup for Clemson, yep. uh, for the country, for the fans. And I think Ohio State would have been a better matchup for Alabama.
1: I agree 100%. Look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tony Rice, uh, Jerome Bettis, uh, Rocket Ishmael fan, Tim Brown. Notre Dame down, okay, when I was young, all right? I, that's where I wanted to go. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to wear the gold helmet and, and play in front of touchdown Jesus. However, there's never been a Notre Dame team like those teams, that 88 team, ever again. Um, even when they've made to the national championship and they played other teams or whatever over the past five or six to seven, eight years, I mean, they were like a shell of themselves during the season. They just, they're just they smaller. They're not fast enough. They don't have enough push up, up, up front. And, and Brian Kelly... He as he's one of the better coaches, but he always seems to get out-coached in these big games. Why is that? I don't know. But they don't—they didn't deserve it. Ohio State did um, deserve to be in the in the top four as well as um, Georgia. I agree.
0: Whenever the Irish step into prime time, they they crumble quickly. I mean, against bigger competition, it's always the case. I mean, yep. going back to when Manti Te'o was playing for Notre Dame and they mm-hmm. played Alabama mm-hmm. in the national title game, they got smoked in that game. They just. Yep, they're just an overvalued football team, an overvalued program, and you know why? Because they have money. Yeah, they have money, yeah. and, and that's the, that's the truth. A lot of the conversation. They have a big alumni, and they have they have they have a very um, they have money. Look, I'll contend this. I think college football in general, Herb, has a parity problem. If you look at mm-hmm. it's Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, kind of sort of hanging there, yeah. and then there's a and then looking down about a mile and a half down down the road uh, <laughs> is everybody else. Yeah. And it's becoming a lot like the NBA where we can predict it's going to be Golden State and whoever else in the, in the Eastern Conference. And I don't know what college football can do to fix it, but Alabama, think about this. Alabama could be set up to have to dominate for the next two decades because hear me out on this. Nick Saban doesn't look like he's interested in retiring anytime no time so.
1: soon. You're and right. then
0: when he does retire, guess who's going there? Dabo, Dabo Sweeney, Sweeney right. he's an alum, right. so they're going to they're going to potentially rule college football, rule the galaxy of college football for the next two decades. So
1: uh, what I how, what I think is I think I think all the other coaches in the country has to 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 catch up recruiting wise. Okay, they can't just let Nick Saban walk into a house and steal their recruits. All right, same thing with Dabo Sweeney, they can't do that. The other thing is is the coaching carousel. It's a lot of recycling of coaches versus getting new coaches, new fresh faces out there. Then when you get a new fresh face, such as a major a- Apple White at Houston, he gets fired after two years. You got to give the guy a chance. You got to give him an opportunity. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no coach that's, that's just gone in there and just, just you know, and just, just ball clean out and, and without having opportunities and getting five-year plans in and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's just college football, the biggest thing that Nick Saban's doing and Dabo Sweeney's doing, they get the players in there, and then those players are buying into what the system is.
0: This might be a little hyperbolic, but I'm 40. I'm concerned that <clears throat> I might not see an LSU National Championship for the better part of two decades until I'm <laughs> in my 60s. I'm not kidding. I mean, the way that, the way Alabama is set up now, uh, they look we, like...
1: When will we, we win? When will we beat right, them? Right. That's the question. Yeah,
0: right. when when does anybody beat them? Because you pointed out, there are coaches getting fired every year because yep. they can't consistently beat Clemson or Alabama. Yep. Now, uh, look, George is one of those teams that is close. They're, they're a program that's starting to rival that mm-hmm. of Alabama and Clemson. But the way they're set up, I don't see anybody knocking off. Now, save for an occasional surprise, somebody's going to beat Clemson. Somebody might beat Alabama. Yep. Ohio State's in that conversation where they can, one year, you know, depending on the talent that they have and if they can close out the season. Uh, they, that's a program that can compete at times, in, you know, with Alabama and Clemson. But the way I see it for the next ten years. This is the way we're going to have to see it. Clemson and Alabama, again, for the third time in four years. I mean, I'm starting to lose a little bit of interest in college football.
1: Here's what those teams have, too, though. They have a dynamic offense, and then they have one, two, three best defenses in the country. I mean, one of the the biggest things that that Nick Saban does is he ensures that you will not score any points Mm -hmm. unless you have a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. It's the only way you're going to score points on them. Um and, and and that's the thing that's the ingredient the ingredient the, the ingredient is you have to start with defense and then you have to put points up on the board. What Nick Saban has done though also is he's reinvented himself to allow himself to throw the football thirty times a game.
0: Do you like seeing Clemson and Alabama in a national championship almost every year? Do you, do you think do you think college football has a parity issue like the NBA? Five oh four. Two six zero one eight seventy text eight seventy eight seventy. Also, give us your thoughts on LSU UCF today in the Fiesta Bowl at noon, right here on WWL. Herb and I are just kind of laughing in between breaks yep. here because David Potter, master control, points out not only did UCF hang the <laughs> national championship banner and stake their claim to a national title, yep. on their twenty-five game winning streak from a year ago, well, at the end of the season after they beat Auburn in the uh, in a bowl game, they actually had rings made.
1: Yep. Look, I sang really well one time <laughs> at a karaoke deal, <laughs> and I made me a Grammy.
0: That's good. That's good. Uh, look, again, the Golden Knights are are a good program. Where they concern you herb is is where? You tell us.
1: I I just I just think for this today's game, I just think that this game means so much more to their psyche and what they want out of this game.
0: See, I I, I, I think, think the
1: same thing for LSU. Okay. The problem is is it's a setup game. It really is in my opinion. Um this is a team who self-proclaimed national champion. Um, they're undefeated and, and right now we're, we're, we're reeking of injuries, guys that are sitting out that I think that are, you know, that could potentially make plays in this game that could, that could help us really truly decide this game. And it's just, it's going to, here's what's going to happen here. We're going to see how great of a job coach O is going to do as a coach today. I'm going to tell you, because he's got to get, he's got to get his guys mentally prepared, um, they should be physically prepared already, but today they have to go in and play as if they're playing the number one ranked team in the country. You, you know? know, they he, can't go in there thinking they're playing UCF right. from five years ago. Right. You know, Cause, cause these guys are going to come and play. I'm sure. telling you.
0: And, and look, they they've got some they've got some pretty good wins on their on their uh, resume at 25 mm-hmm. Street. Yep. But I like what Coach O said in a, in a uh, you know pre the pre bowl build up. That they they have a sour taste and they have a bad taste in their mouth from that Texas A yep. and M game, and they very much want to be able to hang ten wins, um, yep. you know, on their on their season when they were predicted to win about seven. That would be an overachievement for an LSU squad that also look is building on some momentum that they're taking over from the recruiting class that they they just logged in December, yep. and it's an impressive recruiting class at that. By the way, I heard that um, Derek Stingley the, uh, the, the quarterback yeah. <laughs> during his, during his bowl practices. I was, DB I was told, yeah, I was told that he was the best cornerback yeah. at LSU. Yeah. That that says two things. Either currently they don't have very good cornerbacks or Derek Stingley is that good. So and I think it's more, so, Derek Stingley is that good.
1: Well, I think it's a combination of both. Cause you got to remember the we've got two guys out, right? Christian Fulton and, and Greedy Williams. Exactly. Two of the best that we have. So, so but that does tell me that, Hey, the backups, where are we? But, um, you know, the thing about Derek Stingley Jr., though, is he's lengthy. He's um, he's really quick. He's fast. He understands the game. He has been coached and taught by his dad um, for a long time. And this kid is a genuine great kid. You ever meet him, he's going to be quiet. He's not going to boast and brag about anything. He's just going to do what he does flat out. And the thing about it, football is important to him. So he's gotten, he had an op- golden opportunity to practice during the bowl game, which is awesome. I mean that 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 rule is great. I mean that's one of the best things right. ever. Um and then for him to show out what he did and for Coach Aranda and Coach O to say what they said about him. I mean it, it speaks volumes to me.
0: I would imagine he'll be a, a he'll freshman be a day starter. One starter. He'll be, yeah, day he'll be a, a freshman starter. Yeah, no. no he's no doubt. got a he's got a humility about him that mm-hmm. is rare for an athlete of his ability. Yep. Right? I mean, he number one recruit in the country, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of those guys tend to have a little bit of an inflated Ego, self-aware, you know, self-absorbed—I should say—and you don't get that with Derek Stingley Jr. You, well, his, you don't have any of that.
1: His 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 dad, his grandfather played in the NFL. His dad played, and and the thing about it is he he knows himself. You know, people who have an inflated idea of who they are, they don't know who they are. You know what I'm it's saying? They're yeah. still trying to figure that out and trying to find out, or trying to create a persona as to what they think they want to be, or what people want, they think what people want them to be. The thing about Derrick Stingley is he's mm-hmm. going to be great no matter what, and and I can't wait to see him line up in a in a tiger uniform and, and ball out
0: for yeah, us. Yeah, he's he's going to be a special one to watch. I'm yep. sure he'll be wearing that coveted number seven jersey that that uh, has been worn by some legends for LSU. Five things to watch LSU. And UCF for me, I want to see right away energy. Is it are they ready or are rusty? You get what I'm saying here from the layoff. Are they ready or are they rusty? And I want to see. I think LSU has maximized the 15 bowl practices, and I think I think Coach O handled it the right way. Where for you know four or five practices, it was just LSU versus LSU. Yeah, that's how teams I think get better at this time of year. Mm
1: Yeah, you got you got to do that but you, you got younger guys that need to step up to the plate. They have to bring the energy, they have to be focused. They have to, you know, just be dynamic in what they do. This bowl the bowl practice is set up so that you can do those things and I think Coach O took advantage of that.
0: 504-260-1870 text 87870 after our local news headlines. More of Tiger Tailgating continues here on WWL, getting you set for LSU and UCF in Glendale, Arizona for the yes, Fiesta Bowl. Attempting to win their first New Year's Day six bowl game for the Tigers and notch ten wins for the season that many predicted wasn't possible for LSU, including yours truly. Yes, you I didn't did. think that they would get uh, above seven or above eight wins at least. But hey, it's all Lanyap LSU in the Fiesta Bowl. we will talking about it till ten a.m. when we hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network. Tiger tailgating here, Herb and Christian, Herb Teasy, I should say, Teasy off the Heezy, former LSU quarterback. Hey, my dog, hey like, dog. Looks looks like he could still sling it if he had to. I can. Runs a four. 4240 still to this
1: day? 423. I, I lost a couple ticks. A couple ticks.
0: Couple ticks. <laughs> I never had any ticks. okay? You need a sundial to tie me in a 40.
1: Man, I might pull everything I got <laughs> if I go out there and try to rinse up.
0: Bobby, what's going on? Bobby, you're on Tiger Tailgate on WWL.
2: Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Happy Bobby. New Year. Uh, yeah, Happy New Year, and uh, hope it's a healthy one for both of you and your families. Um, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. I'm neutral when it comes to uh, LSU. I'm more of a, uh, well, my team got clobbered last night at NC State. I went to NC State for a little while. And, um, but I think the parity in college football has definitely took a, taken a drop. You were talking, speaking earlier about uh, the two powerhouses for the last three or four years, Clemson and Alabama. I remember back in the late 70s, you could put Nebraska in that conversation mm-hmm. and the, the Miamis and Notre Dames. Notre Dame hasn't won a national championship since 1988 when Tony Rice yep. was quarterbacking with uh, Lou Holtz with that ball club. Miami had good, uh, good solid teams. Florida State had good clubs. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what happened. Recruiting has, is a major issue, major part of coaching in college football, and um i mean georgia really stepped up this mar- uh this year they've had um
0: bobby let me ask you a question seasons. W- wouldn't you have rather yeah. have seen clemson and georgia and alabama and ohio state
2: yeah i i would have i would have taken um christian i would have taken georgia over oklahoma
0: yeah look i mean the college football um, selection committee bobby here's the deal their charge in my mind is to present college football fans yeah. with the best possible Situation, matchups yeah. OK, and they didn't do that and they haven't done it since they've been in existence, to be honest with you. There's been there's been a blowout game in the semifinals every year since this new format has come into place. Yeah. And now there's two this year. So I, and I know that's hard, but they, they, they look at resumes. Oh, two losses. Forget about forget about the, the, the resumes in terms of the losses. If you feel like Georgia, which I do, would have been a better matchup and would have been a better game. With Clemson, who cares what Notre Dame's record is? Who cares what Oklahoma's record is? Mm-hmm. Put those best matchups in the game,
1: and and that's what was supposed to happen. They're supposed to have the human element of that,
0: and it hasn't, and happened. It hasn't happened yet. It's frustrating as a college football and, fan.
1: And the other thing too, for me, and I'm, I always say this, and I know people always come back at me with something else, but I always think that an eighteen playoff is the way to go right now. See, I, don't- I and I know people for whatever reason. But I just think eight teams, period. I've heard that, and because then at that point, then you can get everybody in there, because that's what they want to do.
0: I, I, you know, now that you put it that way, I'm usually against the idea of expanding um, the, the format, the college football format, but because you would have the likes of Georgia, Ohio State, everybody, and others, the top there, ten basically. Right. Then I think you would make for a more competitive, at least Absolutely. some more competitive games. Absolutely. Tiger tailgating here. Herbert Christian on WWL back here on Tiger tailgating. Happy New Year. Hope everybody's New Year's was uh, was a pleasant one and yeah. man, I feel like I live in Seattle with this weather. I mean, can I is the did the sun did the sun disintegrate yeah. or something? Because I haven't seen sunshine in like six days.
1: I guess the bigger question is you feel like you're in Seattle, but are you sleepless?
0: Now, I'm not sleepless in okay. Seattle. That's well, for good. sure. I've been to Seattle a few times and this is what the weather is like right here. Yeah. It's a little chillier. David, but A little
1: chillier, but it's just as gloomy.
0: Yeah, I mean, su- Seattle leads the, the the nation in suicide rate because of their weather. Honestly.
1: Well, I wouldn't kill myself, but no, I would definitely neither. leave. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm out of here, sure.
0: done. Joe in Mandeville, what's going on, Joe? You're on WWL. What am I hearing
3: here, man? <laughs> Come on, you leave it up. To, you're going to leave it up to the proverbial eye test to put the four best teams in the country. There is such thing as the most talented team underachieving yeah i.e georgia come on georgia had no business being in the
0: four okay they wait, lost wait how right. do you say that how joe how
3: many losses are you going to get these people joe, and how many second chances joe, are you going
0: to give joe did what, georgia, georgia did georgia play the last the last two competitive games alabama's been in it's been georgia, against georgia, georgia. yep
3: why don't you let somebody else have a crack at Alabama?
0: Because nobody else can beat Alabama. Uh, Let's face well, it.
3: You don't know that. See, there you go.
0: Clemson you is go. the o- is the only team. Ohio State would have a shot. Georgia would have a shot, but other than that, unless you have unless you have Ohio unless you have a Buckeye on your helmet, well, or you have a, you have a paw print from Clemson, or a G on your helmet, you don't you're not beating Alabama. Here's you're not. the thing.
1: Here's the thing. Oklahoma had an opportunity, and they just threw it away, right? They didn't they didn't do anything. That
0: score isn't wasn't as close as No, as the I mean game they, were oh, hell no. they were down it wasn't 28 down 28. It wasn't close at all. Come on, we got to be real about it. They it were down 28. 28.
1: Nothing. But they gave them a shot though. Right. That's that was their opportunity.
0: Joe, realistically, so would, would you be in favor of expanding the playoff? Look, or 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 should they dissolve this college football playoff should've, format? You should have,
3: listen. Well, hold on. Should have gone 8. Yep. Okay. I agree with that, Joe. We got to go 8. Because four is you you're back into that same old yeah. SEC super hype machine. You do realize whether if LSU wins or lose today, they'll be ranked number four next year. And what for? Why are you going to be in the top five? You haven't shown me anything other than you've lost four games.
0: Joe, Georgia plays Texas today um, in the Sugar Bowl. Is that why you're you're down on Georgia, man? Because you're—I know you're a big Longhorns fan.
3: Hey, hey, Georgia! What is like, like Bobby always says? What have you done lately? You've been there, but no cigar. Come on, show me that you can do something. Don't give me this nonsense that you belong <laughs> in the top four when you've lost two games. Come on, show me. I, I don't me think that I, I can't say side. I can't
1: say that they but that they say that they belong there. But what I can say is that. They would have definitely made a better game out yes. of it because they they gave up the the Alabama game. Alabama didn't actually win that game. Look, it had, game had Kirby
0: Smart not decided, had he decided fake not decided whatever. To, to fake punt, Georgia was going to beat Alabama. Was be Alabama. If it wasn't for Tua Tagovailoa in the championship game last year, Georgia was going to beat Alabama. And, and then at that point, then you, you then you have
1: a Georgia I Alabama don't. in the top four again. Right, you are right back in the same
0: situation
3: again. This is what you're doing. You're going back to the talent. You're not going to consider the coaching. You're not going to consider any outside games. What do you mean the coaching?
0: I'm not going to to consider the coaching. What do you mean?
3: Well, I mean, why would you put Kirby Smart back in the top four? The guy does not know how to call a game. Uh... He will run three quarters, and he will be gaming it all three quarters, and he'll lose it in the fourth.
0: That's his MO. Your longhorn bias is starting to come out here. Oh, come on. I'm just telling you.
3: Did I say we were going to beat them today? No. It's going to be a nice game, okay? All right, Joe. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, y'all. hey Joe. You're not giving us any uh, kind of a attendance. Y'all run in your mouth. No, we're not running. Nobody's said. running their mouth. No, I didn't sit up here and say Georgia was going to beat right. Texas today. Yeah, get Bobby on the phone. Wake his ass up. And tell him who's been doing all that talking. I'll let you go. All right, Good Joe. Now, happy Joe. New
0: Year, man. Good hearing from you. <laughs> Joe in Mandeville, the big Longhorn fan. By the way, LSU baseball going to have a three-game a three-game series with the Longhorns in Austin. That'll be fun. Nonetheless, we digress back to LSU football taking on UCF today in the Fiesta Bowl. 504-260-1870 text 87870. This is WWL Joe in Mandeville, a faithful listener but also a faithful diehard Longhorn and Cowboys fan. Living in Mandeville. Yeah. It's got to be tough.
1: I like, look, Austin is a beautiful place. I love Austin. I like, I like, I like, the Longhorns. They're pretty good, but whatever.
0: You want to talk about another program that has yes, fallen, dwindled, fallen off the the college football you know pedestal of being one of the. They should be a national power but every he year. Did
1: not mention that whatsoever. He did not mention it whatsoever. No, right? He didn't mean, say anything about that. Come
0: on. Texas, the alumni, the money that they have, they should be they should be Alabama. Yep. They should be Clemson. Well, we should be talking about the Longhorns as the team of well, they're set up for the next 25 years to be dominant in college football. They
1: would have. But Nick Saban said no, I'm not coming. I'm staying here. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine, that? could you imagine the pendulum swinging like that to a Big 12 it's team? It's
0: am, it's amazing to think that one man like Nick Saban can controls really. controls yeah. the entire landscape. Of college football. Here's
1: what's mind-boggling to me. It's not like he's doing some kind of secret here. Anyone can go there and study what he's doing and try to do it. But why can't anyone emulate that?
0: Because uh, I, think, I think he's just wired differently, man. He's just wired differently. Jeff I Palermo. Can,
1: there's got to be somebody wired Our
0: similar. www.com columnist. Like Jeff, Jeff is probably Jeff the is guy. wired differently. <laughs> good, good, good morning, Jeff, and Happy New Year. I guess I'm
4: wired differently. Yeah, yeah. I feel a little wired with four hours of sleep here, but uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's rough, man. Nice. You, You had a good new year?
4: Yeah, I did. I did. I hope you guys did too.
0: Jeff, we were talking about a number of things today on Tiger Tailgate, and in particular,. UCF against LSU today in the Fiesta Bowl. And and nobody's trying to disrespect UCF on its 25-game winning streak, but the fact that they would stake their claim as national champions go as, as far as hanging banners and buying rings is a little bit laughable to, to me. Same for you?
4: I don't know if laughable is the word. I guess when – I look at it as whatever floats your boat, right? Um, if that's what you want to do. Um, I, I, it sounds like uh, Central Florida doesn't see anything wrong with that. They seem to take pride in it. Um, I'm sure if they beat LSU again, if they would beat LSU today, they'll declare themselves national champs one more time. Um, I'll say this. Um, what they have done has increased the talk of, an 18 playoff. Now, after what we saw in Great. the semifinals game, I think people now are saying, well, why do we need eight teams when clearly the two best teams will be playing in the national championship game this year. So uh, that debate will continue on, but um, I don't know. It's, it's one of those uh, silly things that you see happen. And uh, you know, if, uh, if central Florida wants to do that, then it's free country. They can go ahead and do it, but uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't take much stock into it, and I don't think anybody uh, outside of Orlando really takes much stock into it either.
1: Jeff, do you see a letdown by the Tigers today? Do you see UCF coming in today, and and, and with all of that twenty-five game winning streak riding on their back, uh, and just kind of, you know, kind of going back to like when the Saints went into Dallas and Dallas came out playing the Super Bowl, and the Saints kind of played a little flat. Do you see that happening today?
4: No, I don't. Uh, I I think there is a certain motivation with this team. You've got a second-year head coach in Ed Orgeron where the players are still falling in line with whatever he has to say. I mean, his message hasn't gotten old. I think these players want to finish off uh, with 10 wins. I think the the fact that they're playing in a different environment in Arizona, spending the week out there in Mm -hmm. Scottsdale, it it's not orlando it's not it's not the citrus bowl it's not the outback bowl or some of these familiar surroundings they've had for previous bowl games this is a whole different uh kind of uh, game for them that they've played and as we know the the really the, the biggest bowl they've played in since the 2012 national championship game so uh, and the fact that I think there are some players here on LSU that would like to put an end to this talk of Central Florida claiming national championships, I think LSU would take great satisfaction in that.
0: Jeff, in about sixty seconds, did would you have rather seen Clemson and Notre Dame, or Clemson and Georgia, and likewise Ohio State and Alabama versus or opposed to Oklahoma and Alabama?
4: You know, I think uh, Oklahoma still in the end gave Alabama a pretty good game. I mean, you take out the first quarter where Oklahoma was just shell-shocked by what Alabama did to them, I think Oklahoma for the most part Outside of that really bad 15 minutes, they played well against them. So I'll say Oklahoma is deserving. Also, considering that Ohio State lost to Purdue, and we saw what Auburn did to Purdue. But yeah, Georgia should have been in there uh, over Notre Dame. They're a the more talented team. But I don't know how you can take out an undefeated team like Notre Dame that has played some respectable opponents.
0: But they're yeah. constantly overvalued, Jeff. Yeah, but he's right. You can't
4: take You can't take them out if
1: they're undefeated. Though that's that's the difficult part, which. Hence, gets me back to the 18, you know, uh, playoff game uh, system. Because the, here's the thing. The thing is, it doesn't matter if the, clearly the two best teams will be playing in the national championship. What happens is you give everybody an opportunity to knock them off.
0: Jeff Palermo, happy New Year, and uh, thanks again for the time. Short and sweet here. Tiger tailgating rolls on. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Coming up next hour, TigerDetails.com. Jimmy Smith will be in the house talking LSU and UCF till 10 o'clock till we hand things off to the LSU Sports Radio Network. Stick around. One more hour to go here. Herb and Christian hanging out with you on this New Year's Day here on WWL.